The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Inspire FM. You are currently listening to Community Connect with me, your host, Hanif. Today I am joined in the studio by Akib. Assalamu alaikum, Akib, how are you? <laughs> uh, welcome, Assalamu Hanif. I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. And Shakib, how are you today? I'm great, Hanif, how are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah again. <laughs> and Mahdi, how are you? I'm uh, very good today, alhamdulillah. We have a great show lined up for you today, with the first topic being about science and medicine. After the break, the second topic will be about the advancements of technology within the last decade. If you do want to get involved at any point during the show, you can text or WhatsApp us on 0779481822, or you can call us on 01582481822. We are also on Facebook Live, so be sure to watch and listen from, f- listen from there. Don't forget to comment in your opinions and like the video. We have repeats of our show on Saturdays from 8pm to 9pm and our podcasts are available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Spotify for you to listen in your own time. Let's jump straight into the first topic, science and medicine. Does anyone want to start us off? First I want to start off, how, did you guys not realise how quickly the end of the decade's coming? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you know that 2030 is closer than 2006? Wow. That's, that's, that's sort of crazy scary one. thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, it's, you don't notice that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, when you actually think about it, that is sort of weird how we are, we're progressing through time so quickly. I think, to be honest, this decade must have made the most progress overall, if you think about it, within science and medicine. Because just in 2019 alone, there we've had smart inhalers, robot surgery, wireless brain sensors, 3D printing, artificial organs. But then, would you say that's just been in 2019, or would you say that's been a build-up through it's, it's of, over progress over years that's led to where we are now? Yeah, I think the progress over the decades, which made new technology, helped us, you know, develop the technology that we have today, which is so advanced. And I just want to talk a bit more into 3D printing. I want to get your guys' idea, uh, thoughts and ideas on the idea of being able to 3D print organs and whether we think it's how beneficial it is and whether we think it's ethical or not in my opinion is is very amazing that 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 is becoming reality how uh, the real issue before when someone had a skin condition like they got burnt that they a very big scar something like that would have been left behind but now um, skin transplants are available without the rejection which is a very important point because rejection used to be one of the biggest problems with uh, organ transplants because you the problem wasn't getting the organ in because that scientists could do that but is the fact that the body always rejected it and there were there were medicines to um, restrict like the rejection yeah restrict yeah. the reje- rejection but that would uh, make the body very vulnerable to everything else mm. so it wouldn't be very smart to do that so now now that we can do this 3d printing um using the patient's own stem cells the there's no rejection anymore so alhamdulillah is very good and leading on from that one of the big things about rejection was that for say some stuff like kidney failure Hmm. people would have to stay on dialysis machines which would shorten their lifespans but now thankfully we were able to 3d print 3d print kidneys which are which um, are able to be placed into the uh, patient and there's no um, chance of rejection so there's always that chance that they have the possibility to get better um if you didn't know rejection in the body meaning uh, the body would see this new organ as a threat it wouldn't it wouldn't see it as part of the body for example, if something were to be, if something got into your body and it wasn't meant to be there, your body would react by trying to destroy whatever's there. And in this case, when organs and things were placed into the body, the the body did uh, saw that as a foreign object and it, uh, destroyed it effectively, unless you you um, countered it by with medicines and stuff to limit the restri- uh, the rejection. Sorry, I want to interrupt you both there, but you know for 3D printing, we need stem cells, right? Yeah. Yes. And you know, to get stem cells, we have to uh, kill an embryo, right? 
because our, we ourselves, because we're old, our uh, basically stem cells come from the bone marrow. It's a bit of a science lesson first. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah, I remember we were learning this. So, right. Stem cells come from your bone marrow, right? And because we're adults, our stem cells are specialized already. And to get unspecialized stem cells, we have to get from an embryo. But here's the thing. This is, I think, it's really unethical. And as a lot of people would agree with me, killing an embryo is not a way to get stem cells. Yeah, uh, I, I say we can say it's an advancement, but still, there's the ethical issues here, and I think that's one of the biggest problems we have in a lot of the technologies we have today, in that it does provide good, but there's always a full backstory about some of the n- negative drawbacks to it. And with the example of 3D printing, the stem cells, it it's such a because obviously an embryo is the um, beginning of a new life and the ending of that is um, to many people uh, the sort of the exact same as killing someone and you don't have the and uh, as Muslims we don't have the power to kill an embryo yeah and it's it's not within we we, it's not within our rights to do that to end one life in order to sort of save our own Mm. and we shouldn't uh, simply just put our lives above that potential life just because we, we could argue we need it more yeah, I think all of your points, I think I agree, it's like a, a really cool thing that we can uh, 3D print organs using stem cells and uh, avoid direction, but there is that ethical issue and it is something that needs to be looked at and maybe find something different that we maybe can do in the future. I want to propose this sort of weird idea that's came in my head. What what would happen if so, so this technology uh, to be able to 3D print uh, organs, what would happen if that technology got into the wrong hands? As in, what could be used? What could be done? To, um, how could it be done? And how could it be used in a negative way? That's what I'm trying to basically say. A negative way? It's a bit of a hard one because, like, this is new technology. We've never seen it being used in a bad way. Like, in a negative way. So, uh, um, I don't know. Matthew? Yeah, I don't see any way that. <laughs> yeah, we don't Do you want to tell us anything? <laughs> yeah, do you have I, an example? I, 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 I'm not really. I just think it's kind of scary how people are able to produce fully functioning organs um, if they have the right technology and I think it's something that's quite worrying if it is to be used in the wrong way obviously we can't really think of anything right now but you know the world is very weird in that way it it probably could be and I think it's kind of scary how quickly we're advancing and all this technology that we get if it is to be used in the wrong way it could cause serious harm Mm. Yeah, inshallah in topic two we will further discuss the advancements of things like AI technology, robots and stuff like that Because there is quite a threat to be discussed there but you know. mm. um, Also, just talking about this topic, it took me back to back when I was in high school And we were learning about Britain Health and People And yeah. uh, comparing how, how health and how healthcare was say back uh, just a hundred years ago comparing it to now the advancements that have happened is just so rapid and the improvements that we see on a day-to-day basis just shows the level of advancements we're we're at Um, just to just recapping on the on this decade I just realized I Actually, it's just out of this decade, I think, but the genome, human genome project was completed in 2003. And that was a very big step in, like, um, the medicine world. Yeah, that, that's, gone, that's not the last decade. That is, uh, uh, the decade means last 10 years, right? Yeah. You said just out of but Exactly. Yeah. I just said <laughs> just out of it. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said 2003 was in the... <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. it has aided in uh, creating like better treatments and all of that. And something that I read the other day, um, they're actually working on the human bi- microbiome project, something like that. And that is um, in uh, the hopes of understanding uh, bacteria better. And maybe that could, is something that could be um, very good in the future. What are your thoughts on that? I think it would ha- be just as beneficial as the Human Genome Project was, in the sense that it would allow... Um, scientists and doctors get a bit better understanding of the microorganisms that are out there and the microorganisms that exist within us because obviously we all have bacteria within our bodies that play a vital role and it would allow doctors to get a better understanding of how a body works and how the different functions the different functions the bacteria have 
just to just to say something we're mostly talking about biology here right yeah but let's talk about physics i, I think physics had one of the biggest improvements in the last decade right you know we've got the first image of the black hole this year which was great yeah yeah um this year elon uh, elon musk this decade sent a, the first commercial spacecraft into space and i think physics out of all three sciences must have the biggest improvements like we found we found water on mars and that's released his first pictures the sh- all the space shuttles what are your t- opinions on that um i think all the um, examples you've given have been very concentrated concentrated in a very particular part of physics uh and i think it's more to do with astronomy astronomy mm, that's true um i do think there are a lot of actually advancements that advancements that are made in physics for example stuff like string theory um and uh, all the different theories about the expansion of the universe I don't think, although I agree with you that they are mm. very influential, I don't think we actually pay much attention to them, unfortunately. And I think it's something that gets overlooked by stuff like um, stuff like medicine and stuff like that because we see that on a more day-to-day basis. I want to pose a question. Do you think, you know, people our age really, you know, t- like really care about techno- uh, like advancements in science? Like they look for it or... It's something that crosses their mind. I think that depends on the day-to-day person. I think in one way, in one shape or form, we all look for advancements in science because uh, one thing that we all are addicted to is technology. And technology is yeah, a form of but science. The thing I'm saying is, like, do you think people our age actually go on the news and actually read about the developments in science? Our age, I'd say our age right now, yeah. Do you okay. think they do? Yeah, well, well, I would disagree. To be well, honest, let's, 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 do, let's do a little poll. Yeah. Put your hand up here. We'll, right, we'll <laughs> put your hand up. We'll say me. We'll, we'll say, say we'll me. Say me. Uh, if you actively look for advancements in science, me. <laughs> okay, do. Yeah. one out of four of us. <laughs> I think generally, uh, uh, you might not realize how that you do look for things like that, like the fact that you know about the black hole discovery, like the image. You know, it, but it, the thing is, you guys are saying generally. I think only the people who have an interest in science or interest in physics, or interest in biology, actually go on the news and look at the developments. Not that every day-to-day person our age. And for example, the stuff about the black hole you just brought up—that's something that was quite major and was quite mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was heavily on the news. Yeah. So uh, even people who aren't at all interested in science will have heard about it. Fair Whereas enough. people who I, I would that's fair s- enough. Yeah, 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 yeah I get your point. But I'm just saying, like, normal, like, say, day-to-day advantages, uh, like, developments happen, we don't really know. And, and I think, but one of the reasons for that is because we develop so quickly mm. that it, it it one day a theory could be right, the next day it could be proven wrong by another scienti- scientist. So this needs so much more testing that it, it takes a while for something to... Do you think it's the norm in this decade for new advancements that happen every day? And we don't really take... Realise, yeah. I yeah. think you... We do not see like the individual steps that occur, but it it gets presented to us as a collective, as a collective of advancements in science. For example, if you, uh, there's a quite a lot of facts about the black hole in specific, it took five um, petabytes, I think that's a petabytes of uh, storage to hold the data that represented that image. Meaning, first before even considering the picture we had to develop that level of um storage which is uh, one petabyte i think it's petabyte is a thousand terabytes Whoa. and a, a, a terabyte is um a thousand, a thousand gigabyte. gigabytes there you go <laughs> so, so imagine that's, that yeah <laughs> that's incredible meaning i don't think you guys know when the first petabyte came out like it's not with us but you do know about the black hole, meaning as a collective, the things that got us to the black hole, you know, is... Yeah. And I think that sh- shows that the major advancements, they all have minor advancements that, that led up to, up to it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to say. We, we don't, don't take appreciation the, yeah. for it, and we just see it as sort of, as you were saying, the collective at the end, when it's all the sort of data's been released to us. So, Hanif, I want to pose this question to you. Do you think, as us as a younger generation, we should take more, let's say, assertiveness? You yeah. should be more assertive to advancements and look on the news more to yeah. know about these medical and advancements in science. Yeah, I think, especially us, because all, all of us are interested in science in college, I think. Yeah? 
Mali, yeah, computer science. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a form of science. Yeah, so, we all take sciences. Yeah, so we all take sciences, and we, I think, should be looking out for those advancements. Should be looking to um, learn more about that stuff rather than just sit, uh, sit back. And we should watch the news and le- learn more about it. I think. But then, would you say that in the news there isn't that much of a focus on uh, science and advancements in science as much as it should be? Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. That's why, if say um, you go out there and look for it more on the more on the internet than the news, then yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I watch the news quite a bit, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I love this news. <laughs> I, I, I do <laughs> love my news, <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I don't ever see much about advancements in science. Yeah, and th- and th- I think you again. Also, going back to this, but only people who actually then actually find out about this stuff with people who are genuinely genuinely interested in it and an average person like me who may not be passionate about it isn't uh, sort of exposed to it so therefore I don't actually get the chance to become engaged if that makes sense so do you believe that the news itself should put in more you know med- uh, science breakthroughs not only news but media in general needs yeah, to media focus more on um, science and so again, this is our future, right? Yeah. Science is because uh, most of us want to go into a science job. If we don't know, if we don't know the breakthroughs, it's our future, basically. Mm. Now about that, you, I think you're focusing on the wrong kind of media here. Like you're <laughs> you're talking about the news, and to be quite fair, the the target audience for the news isn't younger people, unless you're Akib. But <laughs> <laughs> but the all types of media, you know, give information, such as another big bit of media that came out in in this decade. Social media. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's in this decade. Uh, yeah, I think but it's YouTube. YouTube. YouTube was made. I think it's 2006, something like that. 2000, something like that. Yeah. So, and but YouTube but is generally where I see most most of my random science knowledge comes from. Just the random top ten facts about this, this that yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. That's where it comes from. But I think social media. Yeah. Let's go again about science. Yeah, social media. Became very popular in this decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can all agree on that, right? Snapchat, you yeah, know, yeah, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, all this stuff. This got so popular in this decade, and like you said, we sh- they should advertise more break breakthroughs on media. But you know, social media, as we all of us in this room have social media, right? Of course, of, yeah. of course, we can't. Not <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. People our age do. can't yeah. live without social media, <laughs> even via WhatsApp or Snapchat. Yeah. And I think. If more people post about it, uh, post about it, it's more knowledge going through, right? Yeah, because you see, like, uh, something happens and someone posts it on social media and everyone suddenly knows about it. Yeah. That's so what we need to do more about that with that with our sciences, I think. Mm. But then, sort of, every sort of uh, major uh, sort of subject, for example, stuff like environmentalism at the moment is quite big. But I've never seen that sort of like a massive trend for science. And I just want to know, even though there are sort of some stuff like, I think there's this thing called National Science Week. Yeah. 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 And even though we were exposed to that during high school, uh, I just, for some reason, this still doesn't seem to engage a lot of students. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on why that might be. Sorry? Oh, and why well, some initiatives that to get children more engaged with science... Why they don't seem to still want to? To be honest, our school was really heavy upon science. Like we, uh, these international science weeks, we did practicals. We enjoyed ourselves. I think that's what schools should do now. Like they should make science like kind of fun, and more people would like it. That's what that's what got me and you into science, right? We had a really great teacher. He done really great practicals. We really enjoyed the subject. We had passion about the subject. I think schools nowadays in the UK. Like not many have a passion for science. Like you know, Science Week, they might make a poster. That's about it. I might inform the students, but I think they should do like activities, and really inspire the children to go into science. No, I disagree. To be honest, oh. I, I think, I think there is enough interest in science. Just the the same reason why one of the most picked A level is science. Well, A science. If computer science is included, then that's an even bigger percentage of students <laughs> picking a science. So it is the interest is there. Like, I don't think there's a lack of interest. Just uh, like, for example, if you know, if you uh, have an interest in English, it doesn't mean you're gonna start, you know, showing everyone. Listen, <laughs> I know Romeo and Juliet by heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hmm. I could be. Uh, I had your opinion. Yeah, I think that. Um, that is, uh, science is in co- a college and all of that it is a big thing 
and um, more people should actually be on social media about it. So, and add one one more big medical advancement in uh, the last decade is uh, cancer therapies. I want to get your guys' opinions on that. I have something here, and um, it, the National Cancer Institute actually says eventually treatments may be individualized based on the unique set of molecular targets produced by the patient's tumor. And um, cancer research over the last decade have produced more than 25 drugs that have been approved. Uh, I want to get your guys' opinions on that. Yeah, so for cancer, is a very hard um, disease disease to um, tackle because most cancers they're very unique to each other it's mm. not like it's one universal thing it's, it's not like yeah. one is an antibody that can I haven't done science in a while so yeah each cancer is unique not, yeah. not one is the same and it needs different you know pills and different medicines for each different cancer exactly so sorry so, I forgot what it so you lost your chain of thought yeah, so yeah. I think about to say yeah the these 25, I think cancer in this last decade has one of the most progresses I've seen. You know, we've had the cancer research, which we in the UK, I think, spend quite a lot on. And I think that's really great. And it's a great thing to see that we're actually discovering ways to treat cancer. Because we, as we all know, cancer, you know, have, has killed many people. And the, because we're treating it now, I think that's good as we're saving many lives. And again, this is a really good advancement in the last decade. And I think cancer is one of the biggest diseases that affects pretty much everyone. Mm. And it has such a... Because cancer can be caused by just a simple mutation. And this it's not... Um, dependent on just simply your lifestyle anyone can get cancer and anyone's anyone can become a victim of it and th- that's why i think it's such an important thing that we have uh, invested our time and funds into tackling it yeah yeah that's what, that's what i was saying that cancer therapies were probably one of the biggest uh, improvements in this decade and did you guys have any more um, advancements that you wanted to talk about um uh, <laughs> the discovery of planets so like for example mars um uh actually i want to spark a debate here what, what are you guys opinions on uh, you know in the future of us moving to mars that's what i was I about to go that. on to commercial <laughs> space travel is becoming is, beca- is becoming a very real thing for example like going to another country buy a ticket soon enough inshallah you buy a ticket to go mars <laughs> to be honest i don't really like commercial Space. I don't like the idea of it. Why not? <laughs> like, what's the point of going to a new planet? Well, we haven't really, you know, we we're gonna leave our own planet with loads of problems. No, I th- I think we've no, done enough. Like, no, look, we're gonna be hit with, you know, we like last week we talked about global warming and stuff like and climate change. So why are we gonna leave another? Why are we gonna leave to go to another planet? <laughs> we multitask. <laughs> we multitask. <laughs> we go to uh, the other planet and our own planet. <laughs> uh, I, what do you think about? Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of it as well. Yeah. Um, once the, I can't remember common the exact statistic, <laughs> but we haven't explored quite a lot of our own ocean. We, yeah, we've only, yeah, we've only, yeah, yeah, we've only explored, explored a very small amount of it, and it's sort of like human nature to keep pushing boundaries and looking forward, but not looking exactly right, what's right in, front in front of us, us yeah. and I think instead of trying to find out about potential life on other plants or how we could um, m- go to other plants I think we need to first have a look at our own planet and truly discover our own, pla- discover our own planet I think um, the, reason, the reason these oceans and stuff hasn't, haven't been explored enough is probably not as a technology restriction but there could be but I think if we do explore different places like Mars, we could find something that could help us on Earth. Like it doesn't have to be just Mars. Like we might find something there that could that could help us explore all the oceans, like you you said, are very unexplored oceans. No, I or think I, dis- there, I think and I dis- we'd create more problems than we have two planets to take care of. <laughs> yeah, so many problems. Kind of just hit right on the spot. <laughs> and I think the only reason we haven't, you know, really gone more deep in the ocean is we haven't made the technol technol technological. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> technological advancements. And we've said focused our resources into space exploration, and I think that's wrong. Yeah, I think we should, you know, find, you know, discover more what's in front of us. And yeah. I think if we, it, you know, sleep, we don't know how 
quickly this advancement is going to happen. But if there was the option of um, being able to travel to another planet, people won't be willing enough, I think, to take care of this planet. And this, uh, as we discussed <laughs> last week, there's enough problems going on with climate, with regards to climate change, and it's something that we need to tackle at this very moment. Yeah, fair rather than looking at potential get outs in how to deal with it. Uh, so we are uh, coming up to the close of the first half of our show, which is about science and medicine. Uh, after the break, we will be talking about the advancements of technology within the last decade, and that will be hosted by Matti. Um, thank you for listening to the first half of this show, and we'll see you after the break. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz, and you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back. Uh, we're doing topic two, uh, advancements of technology within the last decade. It's quite similar to the previous topic that we've done, uh, but this time we're doing a more broader, broader look on all technology rather than just medical stuff in specific. So starting off with social media, we did um, talk about it a couple of times before, but we didn't actually go into it. What are your thoughts on social media, how that has um, improved in this decade? Can I quickly start with a different question? Yeah, go on. Go on. What do you think technology has overall been good or bad? In general, first. All right, Akib knows what I'm going to say, but to be honest, I think the advancement of technology, yeah, it's been great, but I think it's had a lot of its downs. So what you're saying the down downfalls, the the ba- the drawbacks outweigh the advantages. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anif, what about you? I think that technology has there's more advantages than drawbacks. I think. And Mahdi? I don't think there is any drawbacks to the technology. Right, so it's a 3v1 against me. <laughs> so wait, wait, sorry, what did you say? I think technology has a lot of drawbacks. So I, I, I know what you guys mean by, you know, science, stuff like that. That technology, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you, 100% advantages, everything like that. But I'm talking about the social media aspect or like the gaming aspect, like advancements in games, social media, everything like that. I would agree with you that it has many drawbacks, mm-hmm. some, a lot of the technologies. But then I think it's important to differentiate what you... Because when you say te- technology, mm. it's uh, quite broad. Yeah. And it's important to differentiate because stuff like heart transplants and uh, the, tr- uh, the 3D printing we were mentioning a- earlier, that's positive and that's hel- that helps people. But with, although you did bring up good points about social media and stuff like the gaming community, I personally believe social media is one of the worst things that we are sort of exposed to yeah what, what specifically about social media I'm i can get you a stat but you know since the advancement of the popularity of social media there's been a direct correlation with teens our age having depression and Is be- it? yeah if you can you can search this online but the more popular social media has gone the more percentage of uh, teens our age have had depression and but i think social media has sort of this <coughs> grip over you yeah. Um, where you are sort of forced to portray this fantasy life, life that you, you have, live. when in reality it actually isn't, and it, p- it pushes this idea of society which isn't actually true. So ha- what do you think society would be without social media? To be honest, a better place. I think it would be much yeah, more I'd, of a I'd, humble, um, um, much more of a humble place where uh, false images and false realities aren't having to be pushed out. Yeah, that... False realities are is quite a very big uh, problem because, especially when thing people like Kardashians is that Kardashians? Uh, I think so. uh, 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 yeah, I Kardashians. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kardashians. They they are so all like, like plastic TV surgery. Stars, yeah. Push out a false image of their lives and then co- causing others, uh, y- young impressionable people to see that as sort of the norm when in reality it isn't. You know, another uh, issue I want to bring up about social media, you remember all these viral challenges that go around and this and that. Yeah. And some of these viral challenges have had, you know, quite bad impacts. And and I th- and for example, I remember this one where they had to get the car and dance and there was a lot of people who and actually really got injured. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. dangerous. And I remember this other one that they'd set themselves on fire or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and people are willing simply to do anything just just, just to get, to get, get views and attentions. And, and I think that's media. and to be honest, I think that's really really stupid. 
like social media has that much influence and power over someone they're going to do something that risks their lives and so I know I've sort of said this about the medical stuff as well but the social media can be used in quite a harmful way by those with the power to yeah. use it and it could be used to push certain ideas and ideologies to young impressionable people who are willing just then to absorb anything that they're told and that could lead to quite harmful things to eventually happen. Yeah, like people with, you know, a million or two million followers, these followers would do anything for their attention. So if imagine an influencer says, do, some, do something X, Y and Z, of course the followers are going to listen because they really, they have that, this respect for this person. And they, yeah. they think about that before they respect for themselves mm. and they don't think about the consequences and don't actually... Um, fully look at what they what's being asked of them to be done there was um a group of people living together uh the phase house if you know who, who they are <laughs> yeah. yeah and basically the, they had such a strong influence that someone went into their house as they were on holiday and they stole quite a lot of things luckily they were moving out so there wasn't much in the house but they went in stole a bunch of stuff and this was obviously just to get recognition on social media. So people are doing a lot of crazy things just to get recognition. Again, that proves me and Akib's point, or all of our points, to be honest, that social media is a pretty... Uh, it was a, it's not a great improvement, and our society would be way better off without it. Oh, Abdullah, you're right. <laughs> I was just walked in with some tea, and he's just dropped it all over his hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Abdul. <laughs> yep, he's alright. Uh, okay, Hanfa, on your intake, actually, what do you think about social media? Is do you think it's a really do you think it's a bad uh, improvement? Like, well, I think yeah, because all the all these challenges and stuff that you guys are talking about, it has had so many bad repercussions, and uh, well, obviously they don't go. People have got injured and stuff like that. But at the same time, social media there has been like charities and sort of other stuff like that that have been on social media and people have found a way to donate through social me- media. So, so sometimes social media could uh, could have had like a good uh, impact on people's lives as well. Yeah, and actually that's a point Hanif mentioned that us three haven't actually, about the good sides of social media. We've, all, we've been banging on about the bad sides, but actually positives. But I think the drawbacks of it, personally, I think the drawbacks outweigh... Yeah, 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 social media. Social media, say like WhatsApp, where it's very limited in what you can do. Yeah, it's simply yeah, just yeah, messaging. Yeah. I think that's something that's very positive, and I use it pretty much every single day. But so, stuff like Instagram and Snapchat, where there's much more to it, you know, even though I do use some of those every day, I would also I also recognize that there may not be the best forms of social media out there. Although they may seem like the most up to date, they have a lot of negativities regarding regarding it right moving on from um social media let's go on to media in general like um movies and things and like games and stuff i think media's had one of the biggest impacts because look look netflix that exactly. Yeah, yeah Netflix. This is what I was saying. Yeah. Streaming, the streaming stuff. We got like Netflix. Um, what, what else came? Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime, yeah. and my favorite, I think, Disney Plus. <laughs> that <laughs> came my, out very recently. <laughs> all my childhood programs, I could go back and watch. And things like it, Netflix and um, etc. are becoming so big that DVD stores, movie stores, are practically non-existent at this point, isn't it? Do you think like, that's a bad thing? Do you think that? And Netflix being introduced was bad for these DVD stores. I mean, it's a, well, yeah, obviously for the yeah. DVD stores, they they are business. Yeah, now. but but your opinion? Do you M- my opinion? Getting movies and stuff much easier may like um, promote a bit of laziness, maybe. But but in this case, the positives do outweigh the negatives because, you, in my opinion, like. Having that ease, it's not it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. to have ease in something. Like it's yeah. good, just like heating something up. It's good. Like the invention of the microwave is a very <laughs> good thing. Like I'm sure you don't want to start making a fire on the. Fl- it's a good thing to have some ease. So, in this case, Netflix and stuff is quite good in my opinion. I would say that it is good. Obviously, um, I I I love Netflix. You can stream pretty much anything you want uh, at your immediate sort of command. But one of the drawbacks of it is that it's sort of it's it's so easy for us that we can spend we can waste hours of our time 
on it and we're not actually being productive. And I think instead of making something like that of ease to us, we should perhaps try and make uh, education or, something, or trying to enge engage and improve our knowledge of ease to us. Sorry, Hanif, what's your opinion? Yeah, I think Netflix I have used a lot and having, having all of those movies and stuff all in one place and uh, not paying for like different separate movies uh, all the time, it is much easier. It is much easier. It, it's much easier to um, watch stuff. Again, with user, these new streaming services, I believe that, uh, you know, for kids, it's more easier to, you know, watch age... Uh, age uh, like 18 plus movies if you know what I mean yeah it's different like you're going to a DVD store DVD store you know your age they know they know your age they you can only buy specific DVDs for for using these streaming services that you could just lie about your age and say you're on this and you could be a six-year-old watching a yeah. 12 plus movie the restriction was restriction being a problem was a very big uh, topic that was being discussed when we were doing should video games be banned and is saying how because things are becoming online and there's less physical transactions happening, you don't you don't know who's behind the screen in it, who yeah. is actually doing this stuff. So, as you said, it's much easier for a thirteen year old to get eighteen plus stuff mm. because so easy is like within clicks of buttons rather than within fake IDs and stuff. <laughs> and. Again, it's no longer that facial interaction because when you would go to the uh, film store, you would have to pay for the film and go up to see someone and they would be able to clearly recognise whether you were mm. of age or not. Whereas now, with the streaming websites, it's all behind the screen and you know you s simply have to click whether you're 18 or not and it's, that's not exactly a hard lie to tell. Yeah, so moving on, I want to talk about the, you know, cars and uh, how advanced was in cars like we have these new cars that actually drive by themselves and yeah. again i want your guys opinions on that ai technology is becoming a very 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 big part of life especially in this decade it's advanced the most of any other point in like because tesla especially in my opinion uh sorry um self-driving self-driving cars are becoming very common amongst nearly every Every vehicle, every new vehicle that's coming out practically has some sort of self-driving or some sort of AI inside it. But again, I want to pose this. Do you guys think we should actually, you know, put our full trust in these AIs? If you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, there's a very big issue there where the threat of of a machine having its own ability to learn. What What do you think, Hanif? Yeah, there was something that I read recently about these AI cars was that uh, the reaction time can take up to 17 seconds compared to a human's one second reaction time. So imagine that when you're on the roads, 17 seconds and you, uh, the car's not seeing what's coming. So that is something that could be really, really dangerous as well. I would sort of disagree with you in the sense that, although that may be true in that case, I would say, obviously, with when as technology advances, we'd be able to create a more quicker reaction time with technology rather than humans. However, I would say that one problem with... Um, self-driving cars is moral issues hmm. for example say if there's certain uh, situations which are unla unlikely to happen but there's always the possibility say if there's a, a car coming towards you and there's passengers walking on the road there's that idea of moral responsibility of what the driver does and that's something that a, pro a com simply a p computer program doesn't have that conscious that we do and isn't able to decide what is the best outcome and simply just does what it's told to do i want to again pose this uh you know these self-driving ai cars they, they haven't you know reached the potent maximum they're at they're still uh they're still you know advancing i'm saying right now we shouldn't actually put our full trust in because yeah, exactly, we haven't yeah. we, we haven't seen the there's real a lot potential. of still. there's still a lot of errors and they're still advancing maybe next decade you could yeah, put your yeah, trust yeah. in it but right now in i fact, think if you go if you go online you can watch videos of certain self-driving vehicles like um losing control because the the road that has been mapped out isn't isn't what's on the system so so like it there was a video of someone nearly going off a cliff but luckily his hands were on the wheel on the steering wheel so he controlled himself back into position 
So that that just brings up the idea. Are you willing to place your life like on AI technology? Are you have you do you have the that trust in in the technology so far? I want to get you guys thoughts on electric cars because although that isn't as fascinating mm-hmm. as AI technology, that is something nah, which is enough. pretty much electric huge. Cars, yeah. And it's pretty much taking over the car industry. I think that's and cool. all car car makers are now producing electric forms or one at least one electric form for their car. I think that's great because these new electric cars are actually affordable prices. And again, like last week when we were talking about climate change, it's it's one of the solutions. And having these electric cars would actually make the world a better place and try to re- reduce the effects of climate change. Yeah, and it's much cheaper to actually have an electric car because um, I th- I'm not sure if it's still a thing, but the government are actually promoting um, electric cars as in they allow... I think free charging, like as in you can charge your car for free. There's charging stations for free. So unlike a petrol car, you're going to have to constantly be paying uh, for... The fuel and diesel. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to bring another thing. uh, Did you guys not hear the news about these drone deliveries? Yeah. And I think I saw a video of it being done in China of them actually... It being in place already in one, the um, I think it was in Shanghai, mm. and so what was your going to be your question? I sort of interrupted you. No, no, I was just <laughs> thinking, what was your opinions on in, in the near in the near future? Just you know, when you order something online, yeah. in a day or two, you just look out your window, and there is your thing coming with by via a drone. Yeah, it, delivery in itself is getting very like advanced, like. Same day delivery is a thing, and I'm sure that's that's amazing. I'm sure like drone delivering would influence that. However, you need to think about the fact that these AI technology are replacing jobs here. There's there's the role of a postman is gonna go because of a drone be the drone replacing the postman's job. So where will that po- postman go? What mm. are your thoughts about jobs being replaced by AI technology? Mm. I think it's something that we see quite frequently, say, in front factory jobs yeah, and production lines, because obviously businesses want to cut costs as much as they can to make as much much of a profit, and therefore they're more likely to cut a number of workers and then just implement um, machinery. And I think it's sad that their uh, expertise, that the workers' the workers' expertise are no longer cared for, quite simply just because it benefits the business just to use a machine instead. Um, Hanif? Yeah, I think the drones, they are um, something big that is going to be quite good. But one thing you have to remember, drones do have battery lives. And what if when one of your parcels are coming, the battery goes and that's just gone in the middle of nowhere and then where's your parcel gone? Um, at the moment, there's the. it's a bit off top. Actually, it links in. There's a there's an AI Hoover. It's like oh a, yeah, yeah, like a small. Seen. It's like a small like disc shaped object that just like uh ho- not hovers but goes around the room. It tracks the room, and when it requires uh, a charge, it goes back into the charging station itself and charges itself. Oh, I think that is something that it would be pretty good to have on all things that are AI um, intelligence right now. One sort of risk about the whole drone thing, though, is that they're obviously going to be carrying sensitive information at times. Yeah. And people could quite easily try and get the drone down mm. and therefore have access to your personal yeah, information. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. But imagine just telling your parents 10 years ago, oh, we're going to have drone delivery. Jeez. They were doing <laughs> it's, <literally. what> <laughs> was. it's like out of a movie, isn't yeah, it? It's just, like uh, it's just so shocking that we've come this far in like 10 years. Exactly. You... you you wouldn't expect this thing like these things literally happened within the like within our life these these massive improvements this these massive advancements happened in our life and when you think when you think generally when you're walking uh, doing like just going about your day and a car comes past you and is driving on its own you would you don't really think about the fact that that has been made within your lifespan like yeah long time ago people would, Imagine they wouldn't like, even believe in self-driving exactly, cars. Exactly, they'd say that's that, that, that they'd say it was a movie idea. 
And we've in, it is a movie. I'm it's sure it had been a movie. <laughs> yeah, idea. it's like it's just straight out of a movie back into here. And I think you'd all agree with me. You know, the biggest advancements in technology has been in AI. Um, that's been the most. You know, the mo- sorry, that's had the most progress, and still has a lot, a lot of potential to go to. Because we haven't, dis- we haven't, we're still improving day by day. What What happens though when AI, if if the so what happens if AI gets smarter than humans? Do you think that's a possibility? Oh, so you're talking about Sentinel? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, so Go I on. think AIs could be possibly smarter than humans. And it's, and it's true. I think AI is, is in some cases smarter than humans. Yeah, like there's AI that can beat the... Chess players. Mu- yeah, yeah, chess, chess, chess players. players. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. AI is simply some algorithm. It's sort of like yeah. the perfected way of doing it something it so creates its own yeah. algorithm yeah but then you go back to what Akib was saying earlier about that consciousness that humans have that AI could never have that when there's humans around AI couldn't really yeah, understand that but haven't you guys not seen there's like these AI citizens that some countries may have they yeah. have and that's I think that's pretty cool yeah there was, there was a theory that my friend introduced to me it was a, it's very interesting to think about so Imagine there's a so there's this thing called the Turing test, and uh, every AI technology that's made that's to a certain advanced level, um, it goes to the Turing test, and it basically it basically tests the machine or whatever to see if it can it can be potentially dangerous to a human. Like the fact is, AI technology ha- literally can make its own decisions. So one second is programmed to not harm humans next second it, it thinks why am i doing this i w- what's the point of me doing this i, I want to do something else and the turning test basically uh, tests that and there might be robots and stuff ai technology that that is advanced enough to understand the threat of the turning test and realize that the turning test if it were to fail it it would be a problem so they'd purposefully fa- uh, pass it and then they'd blend into society so there might be uh, robots and stuff that are part of society, but they'd never show themselves because they'd know um, they'd know the problem of giving themselves up. Like imagine, imagine someone you're walking in town, and there might something might walk past you, and it's you might think it's a human, but it's actually a robot. So what are your thoughts? I thought I think <laughs> that's like something again out of a movie, just walking, being on Earth. And walking yeah. alongside robots is yeah, something. I don't. I don't think right now that's that's, that's not, not right yeah. now. Maybe not now, but 10, 20, 30 exactly, years in the future, exactly. it, like if we said that to our parents now, they'd be like, "No, that could never happen." Within our our lifespan, uh, within our, our lifespan, we'll, because technology is advancing so much, this could be easily in 20, 20 30 years. Exactly. We're gonna have like uh, our our own children just walking and you know walking talking to robots, and just, I think just like self-driving cars, uh, like. We didn't. No one thought that's gonna happen. Yeah, no yeah. one, no one thought that. This is gonna the happen. same. This is the same thing. Like we will be walking besides robots, inshallah, one day. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe safe robots, inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I've when I've often talked talked with friends about the idea of robots, one thing that's often come up is that governments may use robots in other ways rather than simply just sort of have them as civilians, and sort yeah. of more, more as ways to help us rather than see them sort of say as we were talking about before them replacing workers because obviously with humans no one's perfect at the job and everyone has time to improve but with a robot you can just simply point into that algorithm or as you say the algorithm itself and it will be perfect at what it does and you'll do the same job every single time and it will continue to repeat ourselves whereas humans you know we can become tired we may not be motivated on a certain day due to emotions whereas robot doesn't have any of that and it could be programmed not to have any of that and therefore it could be much more efficient in what it does again about uh, uh, i keep going about the government using robots to help us aid us there's uh, i don't know which country it is in sorry but there's this robot which is like a police bot and if you're in danger you need any help you go to the robot and it calls up the police and tells you where you are and helps you out i think Stuff like this should be more, you know, you know, governments should encourage it. 
you know, having robots which help us in day to day, like help us as citizens in day to day lives. I think there's a vulnerability being made when we introduce self-driving things into life because th- these things aren't obviously being controlled by humans. When yeah. It, so the vulnerability is: what if someone hacks into an autopilot plane? What happens then? They can hijack the plane remotely. Again, yeah, there's this. These are we're talking about how good AI is, but we like Matthew just mentioned. There's there are a lot of vulnerabilities. And you know, self-driving cars can be easily hacked. But the thing I think is, the companies that are making this should hire. You know, you know, guys know what white hackers are. Yeah. Yeah. These are the hackers that are. You know, these are hackers that are paid. Good hackers. paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're paid by the companies to test their firewall and everything that. And I think if companies are gonna make self-driving thing, self-driving cars or planes or anything, they should hire white hackers and test their security. And I think there needs to be sufficient funding from governments as well. Because these self-driving cars aren't just a small thing. It's quite a major advancement and it affects everyone, affects the lives of those who are willing to take the risk and use it. So there needs to be sufficient funding from governments to ensure that all safety aspects are cared for. Just like in cars, you wouldn't have a car without seatbelts. Similarly, you shouldn't have self-driving cars without the right safety checks to ensure That's that a there's very no good chance analogy, of yeah. uh, hacking. Um, as we discussed in topic one, where a lot of the ocean is not uh, is not explored, and a lot of the reason uh, behind that is because the pressure of going so far down becomes quite dangerous. Sorry to cut you off there, but we've got about we've got. Uh, 10 seconds until we close so Jazakallah here for listening to our show today uh, be sure that you tune in on our weekly repeatings on Saturdays se- well, Saturdays eight. at 8 o'clock 8 o'clock um, thank you um, connect, community connect connecting the community thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org you'll find all our daily updates on our social media at inspirefmluton